Chop, the original Guillotine League podcast. Everything you need to know to avoid the chopping block. Chop is brought to you by guillotineleagues.com. Now, your hosts, Paul Chargian and Brian Johnson. Welcome to Chop, the Guillotine League podcast. I'm Paul Charchian. Another special guest today, this time, Fantasy Football Weekly co-host, Scott Fish. Hey, 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 what's going on? I, I love I love the trajectory, the upgrade week to week. <laughs> you're you're, you're <laughs> on here. Brian to Matt to you. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's nice. That it's is nice. nice. Uh, Brian's starting to feel a little heat right now, I think. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if he's here next week oh or if boy. he's been permanently replaced. Oh, boy. Oh, it's going to be fun. Uh, the magic of the guillotine league system, of course, is the waiver wire, and we're here every Tuesday to give you guidance to help strategize your bidding. Huge week. This week, Scott, lots of good names, gigantic names coming. And I'm only going to give you, I'm only going to give one hint about the top 10 players, most chopped players. Tyreek Hill yeah. is in the top 10. That's insane. Oh, that's not, even, boy. that's not a hint. That's like a statement. That it's is just, a statement. Right. <laughs> it's one of the 10. By the way, we missed the obvious Brian getting chopped joke at the top. We did. Yes. What's going that's, on? No, that's no good. Uh, new guillotine leagues are forming every, basically every day of the, of the week. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursday before kickoff, Friday, Saturday, even Sunday mornings, guillotineleagues.com. 14 weeks left. There's still tons of season to go. So much to go, yes. but it's going fast. Enjoy every minute. It is, and how better to enjoy the football season than with another guillotine league? You're already yeah, in one. There you go. Yeah, you get into another one. Or if you got chopped off in yours. Um, well, I almost did. I just go told you this one. story so you can act You can act all. Um, <gasps> no like, oh, way. Yeah. All. I'm in 10 guillotine leagues. I, one of them came down to Monday night, mm-hmm. and all I needed was Darren freaking Waller to get two catches, 22 yards. That's all I needed. It took until <laughs> late in the fourth <laughs> quarter before he got the second catch. Yep. And he ended up at three catches and, like, 20 yards. And it, I just nudged by, and the guy I beat got knocked out Oh man. because of the Patrick Mahomes slide at the end of the game instead oh, of the touchdown. Oh, no. That's what got him out. See, I agree with that That slide, though. Like, oh, that's the right per, thing to do. 100% chance to win versus 98% chance. I'm not risking the 2%. No. no. And nobody's getting hurt on the upcoming plays. You Correct. Know, like, yeah. No, he, he totally made absolutely. the right decision. Yep. Feel bad for the guy that got knocked out. Yeah. Yep. Oh, now, well. I want to, before we get into a lot of the assigning a lot of dollars to a lot of yes. players, Scott. I just want to talk about where we are in the season for 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 bidding. Yes. Because the first five. three weeks, four weeks, we've really been hammering. Don't spend money. Don't mm-hmm. spend money. Be really cautious. Yep. You know, that kind of stuff. I think now it's a little bit different. And part of this, what I want to talk about, is inspired by a post in the Guillotine Leagues subreddit uh, by Rounder X, who's a fantastic contributor. He okay. has done more thoughtful posting about this format than anybody else, including myself. Um, and he he makes a really good distinction between restrained bidding and mm. not bidding. Yeah. And you really do, you know, at this point, we're already, you're already down. It's a 14-team league now. Yeah, it's a 14-team league. You start at 18 for most people, not yeah. everybody. Uh, or if you're in a guillotine that starts with nine, you're at half, you know, you're at halfway. Mm-hmm. If you're 
if you started in the Scottfish Super Chop, <laughs> that starts with 12. Right. And so, you know, you're, we've chopped four, where a third of it is there. There is still money to be spent now, and you do have to do a little bit of it. Um, we spend time talking about pricing advice, but I don't, I want to, I think the distinction here is while you can't be tapped out for funds in November, you just you have to be really thoughtful about how much you're spending now, and it is okay mm-hmm. to spend. Yeah, just don't spend six hundred dollars even when Tyree Kill does come right. up, right? Um, dying with a thousand dollars of fab is also bad management of your team, just mm-hmm. like spending seven hundred dollars. Yep. I did on it one once. Player. I yep. did it once just because of the restrained versus no bidding. I've had this hard fast rule where I just don't buy players for the first six weeks. Sure. And it got me once. The other times it was great because I had a lot of cash. <laughs> you met, you had a, that's right. Um, but yeah, I should have. Uh, I should have been aware of that that one year. Yeah. That one, that one I mean, week anyway. Look, if you roll into November with five hundred dollars, you're still in a really good spot. Yep. So, and I, you know, when we do talk about our the dollars that we put on players, we're not like Tyree Kill eight dollars. No. Nope. You know, but we're we're just restrained, especially on the really mm-hmm. high dollar guys. Yep. All you need to do now at this stage of the season, as we're now entering week five, I still love, like, the $50 guy. Yep. The guys that can – the mid-tier guys, the Adam Thielens of the world, that can just keep you alive week to week without right. busting your budget. Not to tip my hand, but I have a lot in that range in this top ten. You do. All right. For, for okay. that price range. I will look forward to that. Um, as an example, due to a couple of key injuries, I'm one of my guillotine leagues, I'm down to starting – Tank Bigsby and mm-hmm. Gus Edwards. That's, that's really that's not, gonna right. Not this a good is spot. it's a bad spot to be in. Um, I'm gonna have to pay market price for a runner. Yeah, but I'm not gonna pay six hundred dollars for a runner. Yeah. I'm gonna find some. You know, for, I'm gonna find another way. For example, in the guillotine league we're in, Bijan Robinson got cut this week. Yeah, oh, and, God. and and like <laughs> you, you were telling me, or at least you're about to tell me, yeah. you're the exact bid you were gonna place <laughs> on him. Bijan Robinson, right? <laughs> what was that again? The problem is, I'm not gonna get Bijan Robinson. <laughs> what was so, that? What was that bid you were exactly going to I bid? I think I'll tell you this. I think I bet. The, I think the average price, and you can get this uh, via the Chop Data page on yeah. guillotineleagues.com or the Guillotine Leagues app. I think Bijan Robinson's average price is $600. It was like 400 something last week you was said it? on the pod. Okay. Yeah. Right. Then it's less. Then okay. That is right. Yeah. You, um, it was It was four, like, yeah, 400 something. Yeah. I'm doing it off the top of my head now. I okay. was looking then. All right. Well, let's dive into it. Uh, we I talk about four tiers of guys and how much you should, I think you should spend. We use base 1000, the amount on guillotineleagues.com. You can adjust if you don't. Uh, there's low end guys, Scott, that are just really guys who just like just free agents. This is like the yeah. standard free agents in every yep. league. Um, let me hit you with a couple of uh, uh, these are all to me less than ten dollar players. But actually, don't at the end of the show, I'm going to hit you. I want to ask you about every one of these guys. Okay, just yes, no, and would you spend two bucks on these guys? Wait, but, you want me a yes, no now? No, or at the, at end, the of end of the show. Okay, but these just to for the listeners for for who I would spend so shut the, your like, mouth single for now, digit, Scott. single digits on. Jamison Williams, Baker Mayfield, Cam Akers, Ronnie Rivers, Jeff Wilson, Curtis Samuel, Michael Wilson, Jonu Smith, Ooh. maybe a little Wendell Robinson. Wandale. Wandale yeah. Robinson. Then I've got a promising tier of guys. Ooh. Guys that you might start on and off, but will probably get re- you'll probably re- be replaced by Thanksgiving. I've got Matthew Stafford. Jaleel McLaughlin, mm-hmm. Chuba Hubbard, mm-hmm. Jake Ferguson, George Pickens, Roshan Johnson, Tank Dell, Jared Goff, Tyler Algier in this category. 
Okay. Algier, man. He had the two week one, the two touchdowns. Yeah. Since then, oh, three disastrous games for Tyler Algier, box score wise. Middle tier guys. These are guys, uh, and for that second tier, I'd spend between eleven and twenty five dollars. This next tier are possible every week starters, twenty five to fifty dollars. Uh, Kirk Cousins coming off a down game. Tua okay. coming off a down game. Jerome Ford, Zay Flowers, Gus Edwards, Jacoby Myers, Jerry Judy. And I picked those guys in particular because those were frequently cut players this past week. Okay. But not in our top ten. And where did you price those? 25 to 50. Okay. You know, I think Zay Flowers is a $25 receiver. Sure. He's going to catch a lot of passes. Jacoby Myers has been really good. Jerry Judy's pretty reliable. I think okay. those guys yep. are, you know. Yep. At $30, that is 3% of my annual cap, and I can start Jerry Judy most weeks. Yep. Not bad. Yep. High-end guys. Now, the first four weeks, the two pump chumps have already shot their load. The rookies in your league, the guys, Scott, that mm-hmm. uh, that are playing for the first time, that are like, what? I can't believe uh, Justin Jefferson's on the waiver wire. $800. I think things settle around That's now. That's ridiculous. The yeah. guys who just like were, you know, that were out yeah. there that didn't know better and were spending fours and fives and six and $700 on guys, those guys are already, they're tapped out now. Yep, yep. And I think the rest of us have restraint. So I think for the high-end players, prices should be dropping and normalizing mm-hmm. about now. Yep. And I think you're going to start to get better players at more reasonable prices mm-hmm. starting this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I'll mention, remember, this is not your last chance at elite players. Every week, more elite players are coming. Yep. In many cases, the exact same ones. Saquon Barkley was in the top 10 most chopped guys every week to this week. This is the first show we will not be talking about Saquon Barkley because eventually people either, you know, if you if you needed him, you've already been eliminated. A <laughs> uh, team killer. He is. He has been well, a team killer. Well, the whole, every giant. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Makes, been a I mean, killer. there's not a lot of fantasy startable ones, but yeah. All right, let's dig into the top 10 most chopped players. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of me talking. Now it's going to be a lot of you talking. Unbelievably, Darren Waller not in here, speaking of Giants. Yeah, that oh. is surprising. I just, I, so apparently some people have managed to survive. He was like the 20th most chopped player. Some people have managed to survive because you had to keep starting him, right? Mm-hmm. And they've people have managed to live through it. Okay, odds are one, two, or three of these elite players. Uh, that were in the 10 most chopped were on your league's waiver wire. I had one where I had like five of these guys really? in one of my leagues. Yeah. All right, there we go. The 10th most chopped player, Indianapolis wide receiver Michael Pittman. Mm-hmm. His upcoming schedule, Scott, Tennessee, at Jacksonville, Cleveland, Yikes. and the average winning bid for him last week for Michael Pittman, $213. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> that is really high. That's really high. Man, so when I, I put ranges down for these, and then I was going to pluck a range out of it, and I put 50 to 75 okay. for Michael Pittman is where I'd want to spend for Michael Pittman. I don't like that Cleveland matchup. I absolutely love the, the Tennessee, Tennessee matchup. matchup. I know, I know. So, it's money this so, week. So if I'm, I would probably go on the higher end of that if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm a t- And the reason I put ranges in, and I'll explain this to the, to the listeners, is – I'm like, am I a team that's not too worried about the cut line? Is like, I'm adding to my roster. All right, 50-55, maybe I can sneak him. I'm bottom of the cut line. I'm like, okay, I need this player. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's I, I, I I'm shocked it was over two hundred dollars average bid because I had the top end more closer to seventy five. But uh, I had sixty five dollars. So okay. you and I right in the same yeah. in the same area for Michael Pittman. The ninth most chopped player, Green Bay running back Aaron Jones, played maybe hurt last week, but yeah. then that game script went totally away yep. from him and he only touched the ball like five times the whole game. Yep. The upcoming schedule. At Las Vegas, which I like, yep, but like then it. a bye. Yep, nope. And then at Denver, which, which is I great. love. <laughs> yeah. Average winning bid on Aaron Jones last week, $265. What are you doing? That is 10x what I think you should spend on Aaron wow. Jones. I think I think given the buy right in the middle and the fact that he may not be fully healthy for this next upcoming one, I think mm-hmm. he's like he's looks way better than AJ Dillon. I know that five for eighteen versus five for eleven <laughs> right, is right. not it, like those are very similar numbers last week, but he's not healthy. But he's the better pass catcher, and Dylan has been very very inefficient. And Dylan is he's just not good. No, he isn't. I I don't know what he added way too much weight to those quads and just can't, can't run anymore and um no it's uh but you know there are a lot of decent games down down the line detroit kansas city's got the giants he's got they're they're getting minnesota he's got a lot of good schedule mm-hmm. left um but he's he's kind of one at this point i'd probably honestly just pass in, pass on and just find a running back in the upcoming weeks so no, no bid on aaron jones I, I feel like in the next – I feel like I want him for the Denver – if you really need him for Las Vegas, sure. But, no, I was saying, you know, the the last week's bid was about 10x. I think it's more like 25, 30. Wow. I, I'm see, Here's how I – I see it differently than you do. Okay. I see it as they got to know they're getting nothing out of Dylan. True. Aaron Jones is a really good player yeah. on a, an offense that's overall pretty good. Um, Elton Jenkins is going to come back to help that offensive line. Yeah, and two of the next three weeks. Well, I can't play him in next week's bye, but this week and it's three fine. weeks from now week are, are, are A-plus matchups. So I'm in. I'm interested in Aaron Jones. I thought my $60 bid was going to be really low. No. And you went, you're went. You're half or less on that. So Yeah, you, you need to be struggling at running back for me on this one. Um, I will I will say the Raiders had, you know, you know, Josh Kelly did – moderate like 17 for 65 Najee Harris 19 mm-hmm. for 65 like yeah. like if 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 uh, Aaron Jones is not fully healthy and he still splits snaps with Dylan you might be looking at a 15 to 17 carries 65 right. 70 yard game right. than a buy that's that's most of the reason I want the Denver matchup I just didn't want to overspend on this guy here I hear you I I see both sides though the eighth most chopped player San Francisco tight end George Kittle upcoming schedule is Dallas Ugh. And that's not good. At Cleveland, oh. also bad. And then at Minnesota. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no scores. And three of his four games, yeah. less than 30 yards. And last week should have been a matchup for the ages, too. It should have been. Good matchup. So the average winning bid on George Kittle last week, $206. This is complicated by the fact that there's so little production from the tight end position across the board. And what are you doing with George Kittle? That that price also bakes in that everybody thought he had a great matchup last week. So like, probably they, they you're you're bidding a little bit on the mm-hmm. you know short term schedule there. Yeah. So I had sixty two dollars on George Kittle. You could have talked me either way on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had a fifty to seventy five on him as well. So like right I'm trying to I'm trying to drop in the middle. I have forty dollars. Okay, I do, I think he's gonna get. He may you, get you cut want, between Dallas and Cleveland the next two weeks. He might get cut again. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, yeah, number I've, seven. 
Yeah. Uh, well, my, you got more on him? Sorry. No, I was just going to say my original note was $42. Yeah. So wow, then, okay, all right. Then I bumped it up because I'm like, man, tight ends are terrible. It's, they are terrible. <laughs> the seventh most chopped player, Miami wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Here yeah. it is. I didn't think we'd be doing this all yep. year. The upcoming schedule, he's got the Giants this week oh, at home. Then it's at Carolina, a neutral to plus matchup. And then at Philadelphia, which Philadelphia started really bad against the pass, but as they've gotten healthier in their mm. secondary, they've gotten pretty good. The average winning bid, $641 yeah, for Tyreek Hill last me. week. What are you doing with Tyreek Hill? How much are you, are, how much are you willing to, to, to spend here? This is a big spot. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be way low here, and as I'm looking at this and thinking about it, I know that I'm low, and I should have gone higher. I put two hundred fifty three dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's it's way low because this is one of those end of year studs, you know, that you're getting already in week six. So now that I look at it, I'm like, I would bump it over three hundred now. I put three fifty, yeah. which is the highest number I ever put on yeah. anybody in this show, but he is a special player. And I also have a little bit of confidence in the backups behind Tua. I think Mike White can throw a little. And so if something if Tua does go down, I think you wouldn't be dead in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it would be that bad of a situation. So yeah, I put three fifty on Tyreek Hills. Obvious game changer. You'll yep. never take him out of your lo- roster the rest of the no, year. So very seems very, very safe. He's even shown up in the tougher Bills like yeah, Bills. last yeah. week. Well, know? well, he got cut here. That's so, true. Actually, you know, I'm, I don't have his bot. What did he do? Like two catches and thirty yards, something Ooh. like that, last week. Oof. Yeah, yeah that, was, that's not that good. probably explains why, why he he's was, on this list. Yeah. Yes, I, I actually don't have Tyree Kill in a single league, so this doesn't surprise me that I can't remember his stat line. Uh three for fifty-eight. There we go. So three for, it's not even it's not that bad. It's not even bad. Three for fifty-eight. Yeah. is not that bad. Yeah, it's not Tyree Kill good, but it's the sixth most shot player. Kansas City quarterback Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. His decision to not take the touchdown haunting. Oh, man. Hundreds, thousands of guillotine league Killing owners. people out there. The upcoming schedule, pretty favorable. At pretty Minnesota, favorable. then Denver, and then the Chargers. It's going to be A-plus matchups yep. across the board. And here. then Denver again, and then the Dolphins, and then the Eagles, which we kind of talked about, then Las Vegas. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, game on, It's right? like seven straight Bottom 10 DSTs versus quarterbacks. Oof. That's what he's got lined up. Average winning bid last week for Patrick Mahomes, $426. Wow. Yeah. So, what are you doing, Scott, on Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, this is a total depends on your quarterback situation. I put, uh, like, I have, a, I have a rounded, and then I have 127 is what I put, which is way low, but I looked mm-hmm. at that schedule, and... I love that schedule. I just don't spend on quarterbacks until, like, I ride with what I got or I stream them mm-hmm. until I, until I can't, you know, can't anymore. So I'm not a quarterback spender. I only put 127. I'm probably not going to get him, it sounds like. I put 110 for the same reason. Okay. Quarterback's the easiest position to fill in the guillotine league. Look where we already are now. 14 teams left. Yep. Are there more than 14 good fantasy quarterbacks? And how many are yes. holding two? Yeah, and not that many are holding two. Some are holding two, but not that many. I mean, Baker Mayfield yeah. is like a top, I don't know, 11 quarterback, probably on the waiver wire. I I am not holding two in any of my gay team leagues. Yeah, I usually None. don't. So. 
So we're not getting close to the four hundred dollars. No, but you put in the bid just in case he slides. I do too. Yeah, yeah. but you, but you didn't want to on Aaron uh, Aaron Jones. No, probably not. Okay, <laughs> I'll save the twenty five. I'm fine. I, I'd rather get Bijan. The fifth most chopped player, Cleveland wide receiver Amari Cooper. Yeah. Coming off a one-catch game, I believe. At a home game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, boy, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Yeah. He looks so good in the preseason. He looks so bad. It's it's so weird out him uh, and Pickett and these guys can look so good against those vanilla defenses in the yeah. preseason. It's just... uh, upcoming schedule for Amari Cooper by this week, so yep. very important. And then San Francisco. Yep. So that says a lot right there. Yep. You know, almost unstartable for the next two weeks. And then he goes at Indy, which is very favorable. Average mm. winning bid last week on Amari Cooper, 233 bucks. I think it, it well, uh, I was going to say, I think it's Arizona, then Indy, but maybe it is. You might be right. It's um, certainly possible. Doesn't matter. Here's the bid I put down on here. Okay. Zero. <laughs> on Amari Cooper? I put no bid on him. Oh. I, I am not playing him this week. I'm unlikely to play him the week after. Right. I'll see if he gets caught again or a different, better wide receiver gets cut over the next couple weeks. He's worth a roster spot for sure. For okay. Me. Mary Cooper is. I get the number one you, receiver on a, well, some quasi-functional offense. Not really semi-functional. It's it's just my thought process. We see these, cut, these cuts mm-hmm. in this list. I figured next week and then the week after are going to have some of those. You listed a bunch of players at the top. I'm like, I'll take their stats for a couple weeks okay. and figure it out. Uh, Amar- I put $35 on Amari Cooper. And because, that's fair. Yeah. It's completely and, you know, fair. If I had a different I've, mindset, that's completely sure. fair. The fourth most shot player, Chargers running back, Austin Eckler. Last Wait. week on the show, we talked about exactly this happening, how he was going to be on bye. Yep. He was going to miss this game, then he was going to go on bye, and that you were going to have more chances at Austin Eckler. Yep. And here we are uh, with another shot at Austin Eckler. Upcoming schedules, I mentioned, bye, then Dallas. Mm-hmm. No bueno. At Chiefs. Yep. Is he a chief killer? I don't know. Is he a chief I think killer? He might, he might be. The average winning bid last week on Austin Eckler, and it's dropped quite a bit over the course of these past several weeks. $404 for Austin Eckler is the average bid. You and I aren't going to get near that, but what are you putting down on Austin Eckler? Uh, I put 25 to 50, and I put likely 48. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I will take him through his bye because he's such a stud when healthy. You're not going to – obviously, you're not going to get close to him at 40 no. bucks. No. 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 Uh, I'm not going to get close to Austin Eckler at $120. Oh, man, is that is bid. way more than I'd be willing 12% to risk. 12% of my cap for somebody that it, could be the highest scoring running back the rest of the way. Buy and then Dallas, though, coming up, I, I think I can get him again. <laughs> it's, very, it's possible. You're, you're right. Now that now that I look at this, I'm probably way low. But I, I just, man – I got I got two weeks that he's going to probably – he'll sit on my bench one week, and then the second week I'm going to hope for an just an average game coming off of injury. Obviously, Austin Eckler's a great player and can single-handedly power you, but you're going to have to get through this bye week for sure. And then, you know, Dallas is a problem, but Dallas – you know, Dallas's defense looks unbelievable. Man, have they played some bad offenses – you know, part of it is is has been the opponent as well, and they will face a much better one when they face the Chargers. <laughs> Assuming Eckler is uh, healthy off of the bye, I think I'd be starting against Dallas, and I'll probably get I'll probably get a decent box score out. Here's of here's your Chiefs: one hundred yards, one touchdown. Uh, These not, are 90, this is what they've allowed to running backs e- to Eckler: 90, oh, ninety four yards and no touchdowns, mm-hmm. uh, seventy two yards and one touchdown, one hundred and seven yards, no touchdowns. 
51, four, yeah, 51 yards, one touchdown. Like, I mean, they're they're all good. Yeah. They're fine. Those are, those are good games. We take yeah. that. Yeah. You know, if that averages out to about, sounds like about 80, 90 yards, yeah. and Usually two-thirds a of a touchdown, I'll take it. Yeah. The third most job player, and this surprised me a little bit, Minnesota wide receiver Jordan Addison. Yeah. He was in enough lineups to appear here. Vikings only threw the ball 19 times, which is very unusual for a team that's usually extremely pass-heavy. Yeah. The upcoming schedule is interesting. They get the Chiefs in a possible game in which there will almost certainly be a lot more passing. Then they're at Chicago for a very favorable matchup, and then they get a very bad matchup with San Francisco, who they'll host in three weeks. The average winning bid on Jordan Addison last week, 147 bucks, which is still a lot. What would you do with him? $28. I have 20 <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> My first thing I had was eight, and then I'm like, I'm going to move it up to 28. All right. <laughs> you, had, you bumped up 20. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the problem for Addison, the snap count is just not, he's just it not quite down, on the field, and it like, did go down The snap week. percentage. Yeah. I, the snap count, we already mentioned, they didn't yeah. have a, as many plays, they did it, right. not as many passes, but the snap percentage went down. K.J. Osborne's still playing 90% of the snaps. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. not, he's not relinquishing that role. Right. Addison is probably a later in the season. If he overtakes Osborne, it's going to be later in the season. I'm going to get this stat kind of wrong, uh, and it's very Viking-specific, but I believe what I saw through my Twitter feed was among teams that only hold the ball 22 minutes, which is where the Vikings' time of possession was last week against yeah. the, uh, the Carolina Panthers, and have two, ton- two turnovers, yeah. the win percentage is 14%. Okay. And the Vikings managed to hit it. Jeez. The number th- two, yeah. I think I would bump up Eckler now. The more I sit here thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, the, that end of season, that's that's worth having him on my bench for two I to think, three weeks. I think so. Or having him not score well for a couple of weeks. The number two most chopped player is New Orleans wide receiver Chris Olave with a zero last week. Alvin Kamara <sighs> soaking up 13 targets. He was so dismayed by that. Out of bound, foot out of bounds touchdown the year week before. That he, just, he couldn't perform this week. The upcoming schedule for Chris Olave is at New England, at Houston, then Jacksonville. And the average winning bid last week was a very healthy $310 on Chris Olave. Yeah, that's that's a crazy, crazy lot of money. Uh, I had 64, but you could talk me into more. Um, I will say, despite only catching one one pass last week, he st- was it he one pl- pass? Sorry, yeah, I, I he, thought it was zero. Okay, he he played his highest snap share of the season, and he still was like one off the lead in targets. So like he was out there, it just it just wasn't the game for him. You know, yeah. like it was the anomaly of the four games. Well, Derek Carr's shoulder, he his average pass was three yards. Yeah, because that shoulder's not right, and we gotta hope that it is okay, because that's we don't want to have another. Joe Burrow situation right. yeah, with a quarterback where, who can't throw downfield. Yeah, where we keep thinking Higgins is going to perform, but then every <clears> single yes. week it's like, oh, why am I starting this guy still when right. I see what is going on? Right. <laughs> uh, I had a $75 bid on Chris Olave. And if Derek Carr were healthy, I'd bump it up to like a buck twenty-five because yeah. Olave is great. Yeah. Uh, but I need Derek Carr to be healthy. Yeah. And I don't, you know, here it's Tuesday. I don't know. I don't know where he's going to be on Sunday. We mentioned this on the other show. I think Olave's worst game is like 86 yards the first three games. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) with a healthy car, he's great. He is great. And the number one most chopped player last week, 
San Francisco wide receiver Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. He had a zero catch, six rushing yard game yeah. last week. The upcoming schedule is not good, as we uh, mentioned earlier with um, uh, Dallas and Cleveland. Yeah, We're talking Dallas. about George Kittle. Yep, George Kittle. Yep, yeah. Dallas and at Cleveland and then Minnesota. The average winning bid last week on Debo Samuel. $329. He was supposed, like, I know he came into the game with uh, rib and rib injury and knee injury, so he was dealing with two injuries, but mm-hmm. it, it was a good matchup for him. He, you know, he's a great, great in zone, great against zone, and he was playing his zone team. It just, it didn't work out. Um, yeah, it's, th- this is, this is weirdly one where I have him lower than some of the guys above. I'd put more like a $35, $40 bid on him because mm. I'm, I'm Team Ayuk and I, I honestly feel like Ayuk is the best too. receiver on that team. Yeah. I think Debo, you can start with confidence in when you're at 18 teams to, 12 teams pretty good but once that window is closing that window is really starting Mm -hmm. to come down and he's got two really really tough defenses for those next two weeks you know i i don't know how much we saw him last year when could we trust him come to the end of the season and i I feel like that's going to happen the way kyle shanahan uses samuel is really tough on fantasy fantasy Mm -hmm. uh scoring systems because his A dot's always so low. Yeah. You know, last year he had, I think, the second lowest A dot. This year he's still in the bottom ten among wide receivers right. in A dot at six yards. Yeah, which is actually a little further downfield than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it's very hard to score when you're getting delivered the ball at or yep. near the line of scrimmage. Yep. The the five plus catches and fifty plus yards every single week so far has been has been great. And if he can get back to doing that most weeks, he's worth the bid. The other thing right. that's really killed Debo. The Christian McCaffrey trade. You know, when he was running regularly, you were getting a lot of free points from Debo Samuel, just bonus yep. points to the running game, yep. and he just doesn't do that anymore. Nope. So that that has all hurt Debo Samuel a lot. All right. Did, did we? Oh, yeah, we did say bits on <clears throat> I think I did. I, yeah, I think we did. Uh, okay. Let's get to the cheap guys. Okay. I want everybody – everybody's distracted – by these big name players that hit the waiver wire, of course, in this format. Mm-hmm. But the cheap guys can just help you get through a couple of weeks and, you know. And helps you save money bucks, for the right? late bids. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. This, so, this, this is my, more my stuff. More where I would you bid $2 and cut a player? So, I mean, keep in mind, your 14th player's got to go. I, on I, one of these. Every week I cut two to three players off my roster before the <laughs> bids anyway. Oh, before the bids. Are yeah. you doing the drop player function and trying to it, pull some extra money out? If if it happens, it happens. But mm-hmm. most of the time I just, it's a player I was speculating on and didn't pan out. You know, some of them do. All right. Would you bid $2 and cut a player for these guys? Jamison Williams, Detroit wide receiver, who's now back a week early. I mean, he's, gonna, I, he's eligible to play this week. Yeah, I would, I would throw him in my empty spot. It depends on the player you're cutting, but I feel like he's worth one to two bucks. I'm worried about the it's, time frame in which it. You know, how long does it take him to get on the field more than thirty plays a uh, thirty oh, plays a game? Yeah, this is your 14th player, is what it is. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not a you hope to get him in your lineup in the next week or two. I just have a lot of faith in the Ben Johnson offense mm-hmm. and them being able to give him enough opportunity. Yeah. Um, and the way this running game is going, and the way Sam Laporta is in the middle, I the. 
either that opens Jamison up or Jamison opens Laporta in the middle up more, you know? So yeah. I I would take a shot on it to see what happens. All right, so your yes on Jamison Williams. Sure. $2 on Baker Mayfield. Probably not. I just, I, you know, I just stream quarterbacks so much in the Geeky League format. If I don't have a stud, I just stream all year. So. Isn't Baker exactly that guy? I suppose I suppose he is. I don't know. To me, he's you know that's that's about. What I mean, I pay he's for on by this week, so yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, next, Minnesota running back Cam Akers. Yeah, I'd pro- I'd probably I'd probably give $2. it a shot. I'd probably give it a shot. He got a little more work than I thought he, he would. He looked okay. He did. He even caught a pass. I mm-hmm. yeah. I just that that's exactly what it is. It got a little bit more work, even though Madison seems to be like I see there's competition. I'm going to yeah. step it up these two. I weeks. hope so. Yeah. The run blocking's been way better, too. That's true. What about $2 on Ronnie Rivers? Probably not. No, I'm out, too. Yeah. $2 on Miami running back Jeff Wilson. Mm, probably not yet. I, I think it's a fine speculative ad. I just, uh, yeah, maybe. $2 is so little. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice to have a piece of that offense. I just I, I feel like they've got a good setup so far, and A-Chain just keeps – he's so efficient. It's unreal. I know. Only a nine A-chan, carries. Excuse me. A-Chan. A-Chan. So um, you're yes or no on Jeff Wilson? I guess. I, I'm not happy with it, but I, I guess I would. $2 in a roster spot for Curtis Samuel. Like, of the $2 you've listed of several of these, I would rather have a couple of the others oh, than so, okay. Wilson. All right. Curtis um, Samuel. No, probably not. He's been used a lot. A lot more than I expected. Me to. too. Jahan Dotson. And, he's, and he gets the Bears this week. Stupid Jahan Dotson. I it, it's hey, I don't even think it's I his like fault. <laughs> I wanted him to be great. They're just they just don't throw that deep, unfortunately. And it's a yep. lot of the underneath stuff, and that's where yep. Curtis Samuel's getting paid. Yep. Yep. He had a good he had a really good last week and a good week one. Arizona wide receiver Michael Michael Wilson. Couple of touchdowns last week, if I memory serves. Uh, I know he had one. I think he had two, and he's on the field a lot. Michael Wilson Marquise did have Brown. two. Did yeah. have two touchdowns. Um, yes, he's on the field a ton, and, and we knew that early in the season, and and it's bared out. Uh, mm-hmm. um, the, my my question is: Do you think the Cardinals? Do you think Josh Dobbs? stays with what he's been doing because he's looked good he he's has. looked very confident he has looked good and i'm not sure that like that maybe it's i'm not sure that that sticks but maybe it does maybe it does i got offered a dynasty league trade that okay. is at its essence josh dobbs for bryce young huh. like, and i gotta throw in a couple other little things to go with it right but i'm i'm hesitating Josh Dobbs is running a lot. That helps. Like, he's got 18 carries in the last two weeks. Yep. That's a lot of running. <laughs> it is. And that does help. And that's not Bryce Young's game. Now, of course, Kyler Murray's return is imminent, and that's yeah. going to dagger Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Or is it? Uh, we're, we're more interested in Michael Wilson here. and that, Yeah, where are we at Michael th- Wilson, this is This is a team that uh, is going to be behind a decent amount, we thought. And then they played the last two weeks against uh, the, you know, last week against the Cowboys yeah. and this week against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Pretty competitive they games. Did. They so, did. I, I mean, I would throw the $2 on Wilson, yes. Okay. I'm not sure how confident I feel throwing him in the lineup, though. Wandale Robinson, Giants wide receiver, one of the 23 guys playing the slot, but he's yep. managed to get on the field a lot. And 
this right off the injured reserve and then right into a high – it was either injured reserve or he was just hurt. Yeah. And then uh, then right into the action the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. This is a guy that I don't think I would have noticed, uh, you know, as a speculative ad until the, his first week back, he only played 11 snaps, mm-hmm. but he got five targets on those 11 snaps. Ran nine routes, got five targets, caught four of them for 50 yards. And then right. this last week played about 60% of the snaps, got, led the team in targets and catches. It was only a five for 40 day, but he's getting involved and they're going to be behind a ton because the Giants are just not good. Not good. So I think I would do the two dollars, but once again, there are multiple others you've listed I like better. Saving the best for last. Okay, Janu Smith. Janu Janu. Janu Janu. Yes. Ah, uh, guillotine leagues are tied on premium, right? <laughs> <laughs> Janu Janu right now yeah. is probably top fifteen tight end in the league. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, Maybe more. He scored more points than Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I'm. I'm the teammate to- Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to bet he is top 15. I league. bet he is, too. Uh, of course, yeah, you know I'm, what happens if you do if you do ever start Jono Smith. You know oh, what's yeah, going to happen. He'll yeah. have zero catch game. Yeah, I'm absolutely putting the $2 on Jono Smith. I was going to try to grab what tight end number he was. Um, uh, tight end 11. Tight Kyle, end 11. Kyle Pitts, tight end 31. Oh, man. why? Where's Brian Johnson for this show? Oh, uh, <laughs> Now, <laughs> get this, Kyle Pitts, 100% rostered. Jonu Smith, 7% rostered. rostered. There, you, there you go. <laughs> oh, Feels like a slight difference. <laughs> it's a huge difference. All right, so how how messed up is Bill Belichick as a general manager in that he he had he had Jonu Smith, paid him a ton of money, yep. didn't use him at all, and then cut him. He goes to the Falcons where he looks really good. Then the other big move. Maybe Just it's Arthur Smith. Move. Maybe it's Arthur Smith is the only yeah, one that can, can unlock. unlock the potential. <laughs> that could be because uh, he used was Arthur Smith in Tennessee, Tennessee when he yep. was good in Tennessee. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So then, um, uh, then the other one just recently among the m- many many bad bad decisions for Belichick as GM. You give basically the same contract to Juju Smith Schuster mm-hmm. that you could have gave. To Jacoby Myers. Yep. Yeah, it was ba- the same exact numbers. I mean, I know the details were a little different, but the numbers, three years, the $33 million. How? Yeah. How do you do that? Just just the eyeball test on those guys. You saw what Jacoby Myers yeah. did last year. He wasn't scoring person. touchdowns. He was just doing everything else. Everything so. else. Yes. Duh. Belichick. Ugh. Unbelievable. Well, Belichick's it, – it, it is weird for Belichick considering how well-known he is for scouting wide receivers. Yeah, right. <laughs> the he great track record. Right. Who was the last – He'll go down with his career. It, isn't that funny? The last one he drafted? Nikhil Harry, I think. The last – who was the last good Patriots receiver that they drafted themselves? I don't know. I don't either. Yeah. Terry Glenn. I mean, you know, we have to go pre-Belichick. I, loved, I don't know. I loved Terry Glenn. Yeah. Oh, man. Those were the days, the Ben Coates days. Yeah. 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 Uh, Touched the machine. Terry Glenn had a nice little career for himself, he but that did. was that was pre-Belichick. Yep. Uh, I don't know who that would be. The best wide receiver Bill Belichick is drafted. Yeah, there's probably someone and that people are like. You might have to go to back before he was the GM. You know what, Scott Pioli was there, yep. I think, right? Yep. So it'd have to be something from before he, Belichick was making draft picks. Yeah. Great coach, especially defensive coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's funny when, on Twitter, Scott, and I'll, we'll wrap this up, we're way off, we're way off topic. Most people <laughs> shut off the podcast by now. 
On Twitter, I will often say Bill Belichick, A plus head coach, F minus general manager, and people get all up in my face about both of those, including the A plus coach part. They're like, well, it was Tom Brady. <laughs> and then they, th- you know, they remind me he's a 500 coach. Belichick's roughly a 500 coach mm-hmm. since Brady left. But doesn't he get credit for developing Tom Brady? Sure. I mean, that counts for a lot, doesn't it? You can't just take away the Tom Brady starts. I mean, he was Belichick was instrumental in getting in getting Brady where he is. Okay, I, I've got it for you. All right, I am looking through every wide receiver that he has drafted, and Julian Edelman is one you can make. Oh, a that's pretty yeah, dang, that, yeah, that's a good 2009 case. Welker trading. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't draft Welker. Trading a pick. Nope. Trading a pick for Randy Moss. Does that count? That does not count. No, um, that was a great move. Braxton Berrios, yeah, who's now yeah. at the, like, once he went to the Jets, he was yeah. okay. Right, right. <laughs> and Jacoby Myers, UDFA, so he didn't even draft him. <laughs> no. Isn't that funny? Ah, oh, crazy. Crazy. Uh, thank you for filling in. I really yeah. appreciate it, Scott. Yeah, great. It was it's great a good to time. Have, yeah, it's great to have you here. It's a good time. Uh, um, we will uh, be back next week with more guillotine league strategies for the waiver wire. Of course, we encourage you to join another guillotine league because it's no fun when you don't have a guillotine league. No, you get chopped it's and then like, Oh, it hurts. And yep. you're just, yeah, you want to have another one to fall back on Uh new guillotine leagues forming pretty much every day. All right. Thanks everybody. Talk to you in a week. Bye-bye.